Welcome to Too Old for TikTok, the podcast where two 30-year-olds guide you through the latest trends, creators, and stories from the TikTok universe. I'm Melissa Rosen. And I'm Dina Greenbaum. Somebody come get them. They're too old for TikTok. Somebody come get them. They're too old for TikTok. Hi, Melissa. Hello, Dina. How are you? I'm good. This is our last podcast of this year, 2021. What year are we going to next? 2022? Oh, my God. It's crazy. This is episode 78. This year really flew by. What a strange... It just feels like 2020 and 2021 combined. Like, I can't really separate the two. It's true. We thought we were in a better place, but then good old little little Omi came along and took New York by storm. Hopefully you're safe in San Diego, but yeah, hopefully 2022 we can move past this little pandemic, even though we won't. I hope so. Yeah, it's... uh... God, I feel like I don't even want to do like a look back on 2021. Yeah, it's too tragic. I just want to get, just move on. Yeah, I can't. I will say I looked back at our trends that we talked about in 2021. And on TikTok, it feels like it flies so quickly. But the year feels long to me. But in TikTok world, it feels sort of like short to me. It's very strange. Yeah, I've seen a few people recapping TikTok trends. And I'm always just like, oh gosh, that happened this year? Like it, it just, I don't know. Time is weird. It feels like it either happened last week or like a year ago. I will say my screen time was at an all-time high while I had COVID because I was sitting on TikTok all day. It was a good uh, eight hours a day. And uh, I was talking to our friend Alice, who also had COVID, so her screen time was eight hours. She's like, yep, just like a work day. And I was like, yeah, that's just what Ford intended for us factory workers to do, just be on social media <laughs> for eight hours a day. Yeah, we've just, we've like come full circle. <laughs> We're back to just somehow, even with new media and all our new technology, we're still averaging about an eight-hour workday. Yeah, and an eight-hour day on the phone if you have COVID. All right, we have some cool audio trends this week. And the first one is by a creator whose handle is at S underscore Johnson underscore voiceovers. This is a work of art. This is bullshit. This is a work of art. This is bullshit. This is a work of art. But this, this is bullshit. So the trend is pretty simple to understand. People are using it to say what's bullshit and what they like. And they'll just put a picture of something. So this guy Johnson voiceovers did it with foods that he liked and disliked. He does one I disagree with where he says this work of art and he shows beautiful looking French toast because that is a work of art. But then he goes to bullshit, and it's like an Eggo waffle. And it actually made me really miss Eggo waffles, because I used to eat them as a fat child, like, every day, and just pour mounds of syrup on them. So I think Eggo waffles are a work of art, too. I also existed on Eggo waffles for a decent part of my childhood. And you know what's funny? I disagree with the second one of his. He posts chicken wings. And he says the drums of the chicken wing are a work of art. Like the little, uh, I don't know, 
well, the drum of the chicken wing. And then he says the flats of the chicken wings are bullshit. I actually prefer the flats. Do you? Well, yes. I I kind of I I like both, so that one doesn't bother me. I disagree with the last one he does where he says Coke is a work of art and Dr. Pepper is bullshit. Now, I love me some Diet Dr. Pepper. It is one of my favorite drinks. Oh, see, I'm with him on that. I don't know. There's just something about Dr. Pepper that it's, it's off. Oh, for Something's you. off about it. So another user who used this audio was at DIYBree, and she shows kitchens and basically all the kitchens she says is are bullshit are these white really sterile looking kitchens now i also i was like mm, those look fine like the ones she were showing where she said this is a work of art they all had character and texture but something about a white like sterilely clean kitchen i'm like i have no sense of interior design i'm like oh that would be fine yeah i gotta say hers too i was I didn't really even notice the difference yeah. between the two, which that, again, shows my, like, completely unknowing design eye. I had no idea. And the last example, which is a really fun one, is at Fluently Forward did it with celebrity couples. And this one, obviously, right up our alley. The final one that's just real bullshit is, of course, Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson. Yes. The first one that she has where she says this is a work of art is Sasha Baron Cohen and Isla Fisher, who they are like a power celebrity couple. They've been together forever and they just make sense. Yeah, yeah she had Ryan Reynolds and uh, Blair Waldorf. Everybody loves them. Blair Waldorf? Do you mean Blake Lively? Yeah. Wasn't she Blair in Gossip Girl? She was Girl? Serena in Gossip Girl. Blair was oh, that... Okay. Uh, I actually didn't watch Gossip Girl. I, I watched it back in the day. I definitely don't watch the new one. But now you're making me second guess. I have to fact check this. No, you sound right. I'm just a Gemini, so I confidently say things even when they're wrong. She was. She was Serena Vanderwoodson on Gossip Girl. Mm, not Blair. Okay, there we go. But okay. Blair, that was the other one. What's her name? Leeton Meester? Is that her? Oh, God. I'm really just throwing out... Incorrect information. Oh, I? you're right. You're right. It is Leighton Meester. Oh, I remember. Yep. Leighton Meester was Blair. Blake was Serena. But anyway, mm-hmm. Blake and Ryan Reynolds are an amazing couple. They just like make fun of each other on people Instagram. And people love them. What's not to love? One of the couples she hated was... Was it Nick Jonas and Priyanka? I don't know any of these people's names. Nick, was it Nick Jonas no. and Priyanka? Sean Mendes. Oh, and Camila Cabello. And- Camila Cabello, yeah. Yeah, that, well, that didn't last long. But yeah, there, yeah. There's an account, and I, uh, I don't remember the username, and they go over why some celebrity couples are literally just for PR. And so, like Priyanka Chopra and, and the Jonas brother, and then Camila Cabello and Shawn Mendes, like literally just like two PR people put them together, and they're just more powerful together. But then they end up breaking up. But Joe and, Joe Jonas and Priyanka are still together. Oh, sorry. It's not Joe Jonas. I, it's Nick Jonas who's with Priyanka. Okay, I found it. The creator's handle is at It's Become a Whole Thing. She does great deep dives into celebrity couples from a PR perspective. Really good stuff. All right, the next song trend is a song called Fool by Frankie C. <laughs> 
You make me feel like a fool waiting for you. You make me feel like a fool waiting for you. I thought we could Lizzo did a really great one. She writes, talking about my crushes in three times to see how I really feel about them. She, You could just see like her lips moving and her, her hands are animated and you could see her facial expressions. And people in the comments then guess like which crush she likes the most. And my favorite comments are like, oh, you're just talking about all three or Chris Evans because they have this like little back and forth. I've also seen this trend where people talk about three job choices they have and then people in the comments are like oh it looks like you like job number one because when you're talking about job number one you look passionate and like it really gets the comments going so it's a really it's a cool trend yeah I actually love this trend I think that's such a cool way to visualize the way you feel about something by looking back and seeing how your emotions come out when you talk about it this is actually a really interesting trend Yeah, it's like a study in body language, really. Yeah. Okay, now it's the end of the year. So there are all these end of year compilation videos that creators are doing. And a lot of them are doing it to the song mashup with Junior Stitt, Bruno Mars, and Adele. just like all these visuals going really really fast of what is this person's whole year and it goes with the song yeah it's a great I love these mashups of popular songs I'm a sucker for stuff like this so it's super fun to see the Bruno Mars song slide right into Adele I will say though some of these videos of people they're very classic I went to Paris (laughs) I went to Rome I'm on an island and I'm just sitting here like did are, what world are you living in? Like, is this are these pictures from a from ten years ago? Because like this is not anybody I know's past year. Nobody was going anywhere. It was not very glamorous. It's like Instagram versus reality, but starting to move over to TikTok. There was actually an article, and I think it was Gothamist saying people in New York are getting really sick of the romantification of New York on TikTok, like the day in their lives. Or like I've seen a lot of TikToks where people just are asking other New Yorkers to stop cosplaying as poor Mm. because all these influencers, like, you know, they have money, but then they're like, oh, I can't afford this or like how much I spend in the day. So people are getting sick of it. It's it's super interesting to see this like romantification of people's lives and the kind of pushback against it. Yeah. Another mashup, speaking of good song mashups, someone put together that bing bong audio that was really popular with Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas. So that, since it's Christmas time, that came up on my For You page a lot. Yeah, I saw this one too, which is just, it felt like it was inevitable. Like I was waiting for this mashup to happen uh, as soon as somebody just had the thought. All right, the next 
I'm going to call this like just this crazy viral thing kind of turned into like, I don't know anyone on TikTok who this didn't come across their For You page. is a video of a crazy woman holding a cat and this man getting very upset, accusing her of breastfeeding her cat on the plane. And the flight attendant gets involved and says like, ma'am, you need to show me that that's a baby and it turns out to be a cat. Anyway, as soon as I saw it, I really, I was like, this is fake. Like I kind of knew right away. It's like, this is a sketch group. It's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, but apparently a lot of people were thinking it was real. Did you think it was real? No, I, I mean, I will say they did a great job. The way they're filming it, it feels like it's just somebody in the aisle next to this person filming it. So they were really smart with that. And I did think for the first, I don't know, 10 seconds or something that, oh yeah, this is this looks legitimately like a video somebody would take on their phone on a plane when somebody's being rowdy. But once it has that first turn, like the first joke comes out where the flight attendant like pulls up her blanket and you see something furry, I was like, oh, this is a sketch. Yeah, this is this is clearly a sketch. And then there's another turd. Like it's it's a really well written sketch. Yep. You know what's co- you know there's there's gonna be a few different hits before the jo- the final joke. Super well done. But then I was surprised, like you're saying, I went to the comments and the amount of people commenting who were genuinely like, I can't believe this. Wow, people will really do anything on flights now. And I'm just like, wait, isn't does does nobody know this is a sketch? Yeah, I mean, that's the crazy world we live in. And that kind of reminds me, I watched Don't Look Up recently. And it's basically about how stupid society has become. And that's like a nod to this video. And the Washington Post, we love the Washington Post account. He had to create a video explaining that it wasn't real. And he explains it really well. Did you see that video of the woman on the plane who's pretending to breastfeed her baby, but then it turns out her baby is actually her cat, which then turns out to be her stuffed cat that has googly eyes? It's fake. But where did it come from? It's a comedy group on Facebook that stages viral videos. The staged video even had a provocative title. This will blow your mind. But if you click and expand on the title, it says, for entertainment purposes only. That clip got ripped from Facebook and reposted by an unrelated TikTok account, and then it spread all over Instagram. So how did so many people fall for this, including the guy who created Entourage? Entourage. It might be because it feels so familiar. We've seen clips of unruly passengers all year long. To avoid falling for something like this, Google it. There was already a ton of articles that were saying it was fake. In the meantime, me and my very real friend Sam will be here to keep fact-checking viral videos. I'm real, right? Yeah, it was really strange, too, because you sent me this, right? And we were talking about it, and then we went to go back and open it next day or whatever, and it was pulled down. Mm -hmm. It was pulled off of TikTok. And it was really strange because the account that posted it didn't it wasn't like a sketch group who posted it it seemed like a weird spam account yeah that had posted it so there's a lot of strange stuff going on behind the scenes like i would say oh yeah it's just a harmless sketch but it actually feels like there's something ominous going on because we don't know the actual sketch group who did this they're not taking responsibility for it it's being posted by like weird third-party spam accounts so I'm really, I, there is something weird here. It's, there's not, 
it's almost like the joke isn't that it's a joke. It's like there's some there's another level happening here and I don't know what it is and I'm confused by that. Yeah, the level of it making it onto TikTok, which we see again and again, old memes then now popular again for on TikTok and old vines becoming popular again on TikTok, like the, oh no, my table is broken was a vine thing and then someone just put it on TikTok. So a lot of these videos that become viral are just old viral videos or repurposed material. But it is super weird when someone completely random and anonymous just like throws it up on an account and it gets huge. Right? I will say I also saw you mentioned other mediums. I saw this video on Facebook. And you know how Facebook, for me, my Facebook is just filled with these super weird spam videos. They're always making very bizarre food concoctions in the kitchen. There's, I get a lot of videos about like celebrities in her life. I watched like 10 minutes of like Macaulay Culkin's rough childhood on Facebook <laughs> the other day. Like, and it's, oh my, like there's, these videos are poison and the people producing them know exactly what they're doing. Like there really is, I feel like a formula for how to get into the human brain. And there's a ton of these spammy videos on Facebook where it just feels like this. In, there's an agency or so, whoever's creating these is making the world a worse place and they know <laughs> it and they just keep doing it. So that's what my Facebook has become at this point. And I saw this cat video posted through one of those same weird spammy video sites. Oh, uh, so I don't like, yeah, maybe it was a weird spam Facebook video where those they do they really try to lie to you and tell you that this is real of course this is real like there's no tongue-in-cheek about it they're 100% like this is a real video and then people on Facebook who are far less discerning believe it no questions asked we always said amongst our friends that if anyone were to get sucked up into a cult, it would be Melissa, because Melissa, you're the one watching these videos for like 10 minutes on Facebook. Like, you're just the most acceptable to a cult culture, for sure. I'm, I'm sorry to say that, but I think, would you agree? I mean, yes. Okay. <laughs> But thank God I have you. You'll pull me out. Yeah. And I, I trust you enough to say, Melissa, you've gone too far. You've gone too far. Come back. Just never Come back. go on Facebook ever again. The videos yeah. can't, can't be trusted. You'll have to be. I'm putting that responsibility on you right now. If I ever go too far, you pull the switch. You delete my Facebook <laughs> and make me go outside. You have my word. The next trend on TikTok going around is stovetop potpourri. And of course, like the humorous video came to me before, like people being sincere about the trend and the creator at who is Taylor Ham has a great video. Okay, so in New York City, everyone's freaking out about Omicron and it feels like we might be on the brink of another lockdown. And there is nothing I love more in a potential lockdown than a TikTok trend. At first, I was whipping all the coffee. Then next, I made pounds of banana bread. Like, I love this shit. So I've been seeing a lot of these stovetop potpourris. And I logged on TikTok tonight, and I saw none other than Ginny Weasley making a stovetop potpourri. Ginny motherfucking Weasley. So I was like, that's it. I'm making it. Tonight is the night. So I watched all the videos and everyone said in the videos, like, all you have to do is clean out your fridge. Like if you have an old lemon, a few sprigs of rosemary tucked in the back, throw it in the pot. You just boil it. That's it. You just boil it and your house smells like Williams and Sonoma. 
So that's exactly what I did. I threw it in the pot. I threw a stick of cinnamon in there, which is not cheap inflation. And it is steaming and it smells like a steaming pile of shit. It smells like the subway. What what the fuck is this trend? I think if both Melissa and I tried to make stove top or simmer pots, potpourri things, like this is exactly how it would turn out. Somehow it would just like smell like shit. Like I don't think I would be able to get it right. Absolutely. At first I was really confused I was like but everything she put in there sounds great I don't understand like why this wouldn't work this doesn't make any sense meanwhile I'm cooking a quote-unquote stew on my stove at the same time where I put in like all good ingredients everything should mesh well together and then when I eat it and also just after letting it cook for like 30 minutes it looked like absolute vomit and then when I ate it it tasted so bad And I was like, okay, I see how that girl's potpourri could go (laughs) bad. And mine probably would, the the exact same thing would probably happen to me. I like, you used to call your concoctions porridge. So you've moved from calling them porridge to stew, which is like a fancier term. But really, we know you're just making porridge all day long. I mean, it started out as a stew. Mm -hmm. It absolutely ended up as a porridge. (laughs) Like it just all congealed together. I also put in purple cauliflower thinking it would really brighten up the dish. But instead, the purple cauliflower just looks like it's like mold. And like the whole dish turned like a weird dull purple. Maybe you'll start a cult of porridge eaters and you'll get a whole contingent to follow like, this is the cool new thing. We're eating porridge now. Oh, I don't think there's any way I could market this (laughs) to be cool. (laughs) Nobody would buy that. Oh, man. Yeah. But TikTok really like brings these weird trends. Like I never even knew people were making like potpourri at home. Yeah. I mean, at this point... I'll just light one of my $25 candles that I buy every time I feel sad. (laughs) I'm scarred. I I don't light any candles because growing up, my mom just wouldn't let us have any fire because she'd always tell us the house would burn down. And I had to listen to stop, drop, and roll videos and firefighters would come into our school. And I was definitely, definitely afraid that a fire would happen. So candles aren't for me. No, I'm... 100% lived the same life as you. My mom also never let us have candles. She also said, like, candles were just very, like, goyish. You're right. She wouldn't, she didn't want to, like, she just was never interested in, like, good smelling candles. But now that I've become a bougie millennial, I'm all about the scented candle life. It has to cover the smell of your stews. That too, yeah. All right, so it's Christmas, so a lot of people are opening gifts on TikTok, and there is this one product that everyone seemed to get. It's this Dyson hair dryer. Have you heard or seen anything about this? Yes, I actually saw this on Twitter, too. So it's just everywhere. At first, I thought it was just advertising. Like, I thought it was just influencers advertising, but I guess blurring the lines right now it is just becoming a thing that everybody got and they're all just genuinely talking about i wish i like dried my hair more like i should be drying it more in the winter because i go out with a wet head but i don't know like this dyson hair dryer i think it's like 300 dollars. i could be wrong i could be looking at the wrong product because i'm not really sure there's is there's like one that looks like a circle and then there's one that's like a brush wand 
I don't I wouldn't know what the right one to get is. Yeah, no, that's like all I can piece together from the Dyson hairdryer hubbub is that it's very expensive and like exclusive. Like, yeah, it seems like everybody like waited to get it for Christmas or they like there was like a lot of anticipation for it. And yeah, I guess it makes your hair look really beautiful. I gave up on that a long time ago. <laughs> Same. I just put my hair in a bun and that's really all I can do. I guess, yeah, power to the people for great hair hair dryers. I mean, I guess it was time, right? Like it was time for the technology of blow dryers to improve. So Dyson finally did it. Yeah. Do you have a Dyson vacuum at home? I wish. I think I'm made of money. We have one of those sharks. Oh, a shark sounds fancy. It's like the knockoff version. (laughs) The generic version of the shark. Yeah. It works, though. I just Swiffer. I don't even have a vacuum for my studio apartment. I'm just Swiffing all day. Yeah. Because I don't have carpet. I Swift like crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a big Swift. I use my Swiffer duster on my floor because my floor really it doesn't it, it more just gets like hair and dust than I like I don't actually need to like mop the floors or I, I mean I do probably but I don't <laughs> I just like dust it well speaking of cleaning actually I just followed a really good account and it's someone who tells you how to clean the account is neat.caroline so she had a video that said things you don't need to save things you could just throw out And I was like, oh, I shouldn't need to be, like, told this stuff. But actually, it's super helpful the way she delivers the information. And it's like, yeah, I don't need to hold on to this receipt. Like, I could take a picture of it if I need it. Great cleaning account. Learning lots of stuff. So just want to give her a shout out. Yeah, she's got a lot of really good organizer tips. And you're right. Sometimes it's simple things. But for whatever reason, you don't think of it yourself and you need somebody to just tell you and knock it into you and yeah then you do it totally it's nice it's it's nice feeling clean I I rarely feel that way I'm rarely (laughs) clean but it's a nice feeling when I am yes all right moving on to some celebrities on TikTok so Ed Sheeran's been on TikTok a while there I think all these Gen Zers there was this whole contingent of people maybe even millennials too just started kind of making fun of Ed Sheeran. It was sort of like when they were making fun of Lin-Manuel Miranda. They were posting all these crazy memes of sad faces or saying he couldn't sing well. So Ed Sheeran kind of became that. But Ed Sheeran leaned in on it real hard and posted his favorite duets, which are just hilarious. Here it is. A year ago, I joined TikTok to create a trend for my song Afterglow. It went so well. So many talented duets. so much joy the fact that he's in on the joke the joke itself is hilarious and all the comments are like ed we love you yeah you get it we love you you. for getting this Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah 
yeah, he just seems like such a sweet soul. We all love him. A very odd video appeared on my TikTok, and I was like, why why is this on here? But apparently it's Ted Cruz's daughter. Now, I was researching this and I like Googled like Ted Cruz daughter TikTok. Back in February, so back in the beginning of this year, there was someone posing as Ted Cruz's daughter because there was all that controversy of Ted blaming his daughters for going to Cancun when that whole like crisis was happening in Texas. So this is not a poser. Like no one has picked up on this. I do think it's Ted Cruz's daughter, but I'm not actually sure. She certainly sort of looks like it. I was thinking the same thing. Right? Like they ha- she has a similar bone structure in her face. So I'd believe it. A lot of the comments were also, this is Claudia Conway 2.0, because in the video she says she doesn't really agree with everything her dad does. Weirdly enough, today when I went back to the video, it was taken down and the account was down. And I was like, whoa, that means it definitely was Ted Cruz's daughter. Someone probably just stopped it. And the video is back up. So since I got a lot of new followers because of my father. Apparently she's known for liking butter. She has a video about it and like a lot of comments are like, oh, too bad you're known for liking butter. Very strange. And well, I saw people saying too that she's 13 years old. Oh, wow. She's super young. Yeah. I mean, I also thought she was older. She looks like she could be, I would say, at least 16, Mm -hmm. maybe 18. That got me thinking about, did I look older as a 13? year old she's also dressed really cool you know teenagers are like really cool these days but i wonder like i was wearing juicy sweatpants as a 13 year old maybe i also looked cool we'll never know thank god because i didn't have tiktok i absolutely did not look cool as a 13 year old there's no question about that and i'm sure if i was 13 in this day and age i wouldn't look cool either because i don't think i've ever looked cool but You know, I just see some people have fashion sense and some people don't, and I don't have it. Well, this potential Ted Cruz daughter has great fashion sense. She really does. I'm hoping we find out a little more, and it could be a Claudia Conway situation, but Claudia Conway is older. Claudia Conway is not 13. So this is really interesting that a 13-year-old is putting out content and she's publicly saying that she does not agree with her dad's politics if this if this is ted cruz's daughter yeah god what a strange world i just hope she's happy i don't know she's a 13 year old kid i agree i hope most of her videos are just like the yeah typical stuff a 13 year old is posting on tiktok you know nothing nothing too interesting yeah all right that brings us to the end of the last episode in 2021 Thank you always for listening. Please visit our blog at twooldsfortiktok.com, number two, number four. Follow us on Instagram and on TikTok. And thanks for a great year. I'm so thankful for this podcast and everyone who listens. Yeah, ditto that. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Another year in the books. We wish you all a very happy new year. Thanks for listening.